0: Lights of the Buddha. It is me, Jamie Carpenter. Namaste, Namaste. Uh, this is a Father's Day episode, and um obviously I am JB Carpenter's son, Tiger Carpenter.
1: Tiger and- Lennon Carpenter. You and I spent a lot of time together in your first year. Definitely. Much yes. like Sia. Yeah. Um You and I had a lot of father-son like sort of walks I pushed you around in this like in this.
0: oh that's another thing I have a memory actually of like us on walks like as when I was a baby like I actually remember like there was like a big rose garden there was like a little brick wall and like a little like, Wow. yeah it was like it's like huh. the front
1: of like apartments you know yeah. Like I pushed you in like it was like a little race car yeah. and, and, and it had a handle and I would push you around town and we lived in Highland Park I was a rad fucking dude so you just had it going on and I would push you around town. I'm like, I'm, I'm with the coolest dude in town.
0: Because Father's Day is coming up. What do you think was the best Father's Day gift that I gave you?
1: Um, I think I still use one of your gifts. I think it's the Jamie um, bookmark. It's an acronym of my name. I did. Yeah. It's like J-A-Y-M-E-E. And it's joyful, awesome, you rock, <laughs> marvelous, All right. excellent, and eye-catching. Very sweet. I, I mean, mean like yeah. you really these you know, these letters aren't easy ones to work with in every case. And the yeah. double E situation. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. where do you go from excellent? Yeah. <laughs> eye catching. But eye catching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you drew you and I hugging. Oh yeah. And I and I I don't know what year this is, but I'm gonna guess Oh that's that, second wait. grade or something. Oh or no, that's first grade. That's Is it first? first? Grade. I know I know my that's first your first grade picture. picture. Yeah, yeah. These are words that young people usually don't use. I mean, it's my experience at least. You don't hear a lot of kids saying marvelous, but you came out kind of talking like an old-timey, like like you had been here before. Yeah. And people used to comment on it. You came out and you would say like words like swell, like people would just go like, "What's up with this kid? Like, what is you made you caught people off guard a lot of the time when you were young. Yeah. That was something that I remember about your youth.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Honestly, Dad, i have just actually just like fell in love with Ohio. Like I'm definitely going to be moving here when I'm 18. You oh, know, like wow. I've already told you this, you know, that I I think I'm going to be taking like a gap year, you know, and I'm going to be working in Ohio because I'm just saying I don't have the grades to get a scholarship.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not yet.
0: Right. Not yet.
1: Do you remember when I wanted to move here?
0: Yes, I actually remember that day like perfectly. We started driving there, and I really didn't like the drive at all because I just had some potato chips in the car, and I w- was so nauseous, actually. I thought I was going to throw up. And at the time, I just really never wanted to throw up ever because I had... Who wants
1: to? I mean, yeah, I mean... <laughs> when you approach Oha you go through a few towns to get yeah. there mm-hmm. if you're driving from the 101, and... And you pass through immediately this town, Casita Springs, and there's a sign in front of Casita Springs that says home of Johnny Cash.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, so that was another early memory of mine. You know, just seeing that I was just like, oh, man, this must be just like an iconic place. And I find out the population's like a thousand and two.
1: It's like, oh, you mean in Casita Springs? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's probably pretty small. You're right. But do you remember why we were driving into town?
0: Because you and Lacey were showing me actually just a potential place that you guys wanted to move.
1: I wanted you to connect with this place as much as I had. And so bringing you up for the day was basically, we were just like, it's sort of like, you know, hey, we're going to go try Middle Eastern food or something. (laughs) It's like trying something new and seeing if you like it. Are you going to be somebody who likes falafel from here on out? You know. Yeah. And kind of it was like that bringing you to Ojai. Like, do you connect with it too? And I remember we drove through and we saw the sign, the Johnny Cash sign. Like you said, we stopped in in the main part of Ohio and we went to uh, Libby Park. I remember when the day was done, we got in the car and my car just randomly put on Johnny Cash.
0: Oh yeah! Do you Dude, remember that? Yeah, I'm starting to get flashbacks. Yeah, I remember that. That it was came
1: on, and it was like no re- rhyme or reason for this song to just start playing in the car. And it was a Johnny Cash song. The CD wasn't in there. It was like from my phone. Yeah. not even close to having it that queued up, and it just started playing this song. And I was like, "Whoa, that's like it's like Johnny's reaching out to us."
0: honestly dad i'm sorry i just like can't focus you know i'm just seeing your feet you know what i mean like i just you like, always have those tootsies out you know what i mean like yeah. i'm just saying i've heard stories you know this place called uh feet finder you know? Feet finder yes feet finder <laughs> you know it's like the only fans of feet basically, oh nice you know what i mean you can't give those shit out for free you know? <laughs> come on I mean,
1: what do you think about your family's lifestyle?
0: My family's lifestyle. Well, you have a good sense of style, in my opinion, actually. You do have a good sense of style. You know, like you got the caps a lot of the time, you know, and you have good caps, you know, like, Mm. uh, you know, like the public enemy cap, you know, like, but, you know, I'm just saying I can't rock your style. You Mm. know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I I would just look weird in it, you know, as a 14 year old boy. Yeah. So, like, my style really is just like to. I don't know, just like anything black or, uh-huh. you know, just like, and people at school, they like, call me emo as a joke. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? But like, I'm not, I'm not fucking emo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, it's just, it's a good color. It's my favorite color. And I just like to wear because it it's simple, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't got to worry about looking ridiculous and yellow or something. Right. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. So it's I, always like, yeah, that's a terrible feeling when you go out of the house and you're like, like, I'm going to do something bold today. And then you yeah. step out and it's like this. All you're thinking about is like, am I the guy in this super bright vinyl blue Adidas? I used to have <laughs> vinyl Adidas. that oh, look like really? They're just shiny. Oh, no. And yeah. just shiny everywhere you go. And I'm like, now I'm the guy with the shiny shoes. Like, ah. Yeah. Oh, you'll trip out about this. I put on a pair of Jordans the other day. Wait, seriously? I put on the pair that came out that I had when I was younger. They were at Buffalo Exchange. And it was just funny. I heard this voice say, just like ask, all right, go ahead ask what size they are. And if they're 12, sure, have fun and pull them down. And so I did. I pulled them down and I put them on and I walked over to a mirror and I saw how ridiculous I looked and they felt terrible.
0: Yeah, I know. Terrible. I got a problem with like Jordans and Nikes and stuff like that. Like, yeah, no. And obviously those uh, shoes were used. Yeah. You know, like, no, they
1: were, but they were in pristine condition and they were the remake. Yeah. But it was like, like plastic
0: i know the thing is with nike and like jordan's especially like jordan's yeah. you know they promote this big thing obviously they promote michael jordan who's one of the biggest basketball stars ever yeah you know just so people can buy it. you know it's his shoes that it's branded with nike yeah you know and also just with nike shoes you know i always used to get them and like you know they were comfortable like mm-hmm. for a long time mm-hmm. but then after that they just got really terrible
1: you mm-hmm. know just like you're saying Nike is going downhill or you're or or just you have grown to like them less over time?
0: I've definitely grown to like them less over time. Oh, gotcha. You, know? like, you I, think your
1: taste is changing?
0: Yeah, definitely. I am definitely and I always have been preferring this company over. I've always chose Adidas over mm-hmm. Nike, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that I like their style as well. They really know how to do like streetwear, which is mm-hmm. one of my favorite styles. Yeah, you definitely.
1: Know? You have a developing style that doesn't look anything like mine. Doesn't look like your mom's. Yes. And it's fucking dope, man it's dope to watch it I it's do. really yes. dope to watch you you find your way through this all. I mean, going from your parents like getting you like target shit, you know cool <laughs> like Harry Potter shit for a while, and where you're yeah, wearing those yeah. themes of course you yeah. remember uh-huh. of course yeah. yeah, I mean you're deep in the Harry Potter, you know, and so that going for a while. But then, like this, this thing started to emerge with you in style, and I'm like, "How does that happen? Like, what what are you drawing from influences to have this? Because this is such a great style that you have. Thank you. Yeah, it's great, and it's just I don't feel responsible for it at all. Yeah. Where do you draw inspiration from?
0: Well, I mean, this is obviously a big name, you know. Like, I definitely draw inspiration from Kanye West. Yeah. He has this whole entire black style, you know, where it's all very simple, you know. And I look at it, and I'm like, damn, that's totally something that I would wear, you know. Not just because I love his music so much. It's just that it fits. What you do you know?
1: think about his purple phases and all those kind of, like, like he has, like, ultralight beam color stuff, like violet that's, like, really, like
2: that's you true know, yeah he I mean, has
1: that kind of stuff what do you think about when he does that
0: well he was always known as the pink polo guy you know oh, right, like right. you always you know he right. had this very bold sense of style in the yep. beginning you know and it wasn't really black until donda his album donda came. Oh, out, yeah. you know like, do you think
1: yeah. that it's signifying like morning
0: definitely yes like he just came out with yeezy gap mm-hmm. and it's engineered by balenciaga mm-hmm. and there's one design that really sticks out to me. Like it is mourning for his mother mm. is his dove tee design. Oh, wow! you know, he has a plain black shirt, yeah. you know, it says gap on it. And on the back, it's just a white dove. Yeah.
1: You know? What is it about Kanye? This is a new relationship. And I always tell people like you got into Kanye in the most ass backwards way.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: You know, getting into him through the Jesus is King record is such an odd entry.
0: It definitely is. Yeah. I mean, like, especially remember the first time listening to it it was on my like 11th birthday and we were driving to joshua tree yeah. when we had
1: the road ahead of us and it was yeah, an evening it was, it was a night yeah. drive
0: honestly it was great and i actually fucking loved that album yeah you know like so. people it's overhated in the kanye community just yeah. because it's definitely not rap you know and so it's very far away from what he usually does yeah and i get
1: it but that's like your other dude
0: Oh yeah, Mac Miller. Yeah, yeah, Mac Miller and Kanye West are my two like all time favorites.
1: Yeah, those are great choices. Yeah, they're great. Your school's mascot was was the tiger. Yes, throughout all of middle school. Yeah, what was that like?
0: It was very. It was strange. Obviously, I got a lot of comments from it, you know, and it was obviously all good ones, you know, like, but um. I just I liked it, you know. Like I thought it would be definitely worse, you know. Just like people would know me, like especially in sixth grade, it was very weird because sixth graders are all just, bleh, you know, just like all <laughs> fucking hyper, you know. Uh huh. Yeah. And, um. Like I especially remember this one girl, and like every single time that like "Roar" by Katy Perry played, uh-huh. like uh, on Fridays, we used to have like music Fridays where they'd play music through speakers during lunch. Yeah. And like every time, like roar for some reason was on the playlist. I like yeah. you know, just like went like you got the eye of the tiger. Like, oh. <laughs> she would like point at you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ha, <"Haha>, funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's not <the, laughs> that is such a good thing to be annoyed by.
0: It's yeah, it's good <laughs> to be annoyed by. It. You yeah. know, it could be definitely way worse.
1: What is it about food? It's always been a thing for you, food. Food is how you are born.
0: Food is how I was born, actually. Yes, like That's you so and my mom right. were like totally vegetarian, totally like vegan, you know, and yeah. like my mom, like just like kept on having, if you don't mind saying that, like no. No. I just, no. Were, yes, I just no. remember. no, she my, had miscarriages. Yeah, I mean,
1: we we're, were trying to bring you into the world yeah. and we didn't realize that we were uh, doing that on a shabby raft out in yeah. uh, <laughs> stormy seas so, yeah. <laughs> by being just vegetarian And somebody said, Courtney Cox from Friends couldn't have kids either. And then she started eating meat. And I didn't even know if this was true. I didn't have it verified. I know. Social media wasn't a thing. So I just, I honestly, I clicked on immediately. I was like, we're eating meat tonight.
0: I know yeah i remember like my mom just telling me a story of like like she just took a bite out of a chicken dinner and she just started crying dude how good yeah. it was you know it's yeah. so funny it yeah. was weird
1: too because i i felt things firing off in my brain maybe that's the signal of you coming you know
0: that's a meat baby
1: yeah maybe it was you you know but it felt magical it felt like a magical meal and then we stayed with the plan of just eating meat again and like, i mean you were conceived that month it's pretty amazing.
0: It is really amazing. Yeah. I mean, like
1: from the last miscarriage to, I mean, it was like a month, you know, of just mm-hmm. shifting this thing. And then, so you came to the world just like on a tear to eat meat.
0: I know. Like the thing is I just, my mom always tells me how, that, how she had like the best pregnancy cravings when she was pregnant with me. Like, it was always just donuts and burgers and chicken tenders. And looking back, those were all like some of my fucking favorite foods. Yeah. Bacon. Baked
1: bacon, especially. Yeah, you came out like it's like a bacon thing.
0: I know, yeah. And I just, I've always been a meat lover, you know. And for a long time, actually, like for a six month span Mm -hmm. or some shit, I did not eat pork actually
1: i know this last year
0: yeah this last year well, i did not yeah, talk about that why, why why i've always had a special connection to pigs i actually really love pigs a lot you wow. know like i definitely want to have a pet pig like that's a goal of mine you know yeah. just to have a pig as a pet you know like as a dog you know
1: and i've seen you in this last year actually like really challenge yourself yes. you know with with food was one thing and then you did the opposite of food
0: oh yeah i did the opposite yeah you,
1: did, you honored a day of ramadan just to it experiment like a, with the culture
0: yeah no, and it was also just like a big spiritual thing yeah i fasted for an entire day you know just like exactly the same aspects that muslims do walk walk ramadan. us through
1: how you be in that day
0: so i woke up at like 3 30 in the morning because that's when you can eat during the day
1: and do do other had you found that other muslims do that uh, yeah. They wake tons. up yeah, at three? They,
0: no, like they have big family meals. You know what I mean? But they Not all dessert. wake up early. Yes. Okay. They all do.
1: Because that's when you can do it.
0: Yeah. And okay. obviously, my mom and my sister didn't want to do this. It was only me. So I got up. I went to the fridge, got all my shit that I needed to eat before mm-hmm. um, I was fasting. Mm-hmm. And I had until four. You know, so I had like a 30 minute time crunch to eat all this stuff because I felt like that I had to, mm-hmm. you know, just so I could have all the nutrients in my body. Yeah. And I had. A gross, like half of an avocado grilled cheese that was in the fridge. Not heated up? Uh, not even, not even heated <laughs> up. It was terrible, like so bad. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> and I also had like Reese's Puffs and, and like three big glasses of water and an applesauce. And the Reese's Puffs weren't satisfying at all. <laughs> I made one of the I made one of the stupidest mistakes. Also, oh really? I kept my three big glasses of water in the fucking fridge, so I had oh, everything cold. super cold. It was so terrible. <laughs> Yeah, I know.
1: That's so funny. So the food is like the food that's normally hot is cold and the water that would be easier to drink is freezing. Yeah, it's freezing. Like it was in the fridge all night, you know. Uh, it was the but I that's was, badass that mom prepared the meal. Did
0: she Did she wake up with you? Uh, no, she woke up. Like I was walking through the kitchen to get my stuff. I was, yeah. in the free, uh, I was in the fridge <laughs> and she woke up and you know, I was just like, I dug her. <laughs> you know?
1: Just doing my Ramadan, mom. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then i went to school and um so wait did you go back to sleep successfully oh yeah i did i went to back to sleep actually like kind of well you know oh the, good yeah i think i went to sleep actually i went to sleep later than i thought i think i went to sleep at like five which okay sucks
1: so you, you know? got up another hour and a half or something yeah
0: i was okay. up another hour and a half i couldn't sleep but then i woke up at like six forty. you know mm-hmm. for school Yep. And I was so tempted to drink water and mm-hmm. uh, like because that's usually a regular thing that I do in the morning. I drink water. Oh, that's right. So you can't even up. do
1: that. Yeah, I can't even do oh, that. Oh, and you're probably extra dry because when you eat in the in the middle of the night, yes. it dehydrates you even more.
0: Yeah, and I was also scared that I was going to throw up because I have a memory of when <laughs> I was like a little kid in Sierra Madre yeah. and I had a stomach ache. And um, like I just drank a ton of water, and then you came in and you're like, just have a banana, It'll help with your digestive system. I ate the banana. It's <laughs> my then, fucking solution
1: to yeah, everything. I know. <laughs> just have a banana. Throw a banana. Yeah. Out. <laughs>
0: and then 30 <laughs> minutes later, I just like I go up and I just throw up. You know, <laughs> it was like the clearest shit I've ever seen in my life. you <laughs> like, oh, Keep well. in mind, only there was only water and a banana in my system. Yeah. You know, So it was. It wasn't that gross, but it was still terrible. You your
1: sister's know? a fucking championship
0: oh yeah i know
1: and it's so funny how uh, much of an aversion she has to it she doesn't want it to happen and and she's just like a champion i know yeah so badass wouldn't tell anybody she was leaving the room just like left the room and i'm like not thinking about it because we're all watching tv or something she just gets up throws up in a trash can I'm like, oh my god, she's thrown up, and then she she doesn't even say anything about it, and comes back and sits with us. That sounds like Sia. Yeah. <laughs> so then you went to school.
0: Yes, I went to school. It was easy, like until like the other half of the day, where then I really started suffering. You know, like, and I went oh, yeah. by all the rules as well. Actually, like. You can't bite your nails as well, oh, which is a big wow. story because I bite my nails too. Oh, yeah. You know, like you can't swallow them. Like that's a thing. Like that's oh. a big thing. So oh. actually I did once and I spit it out. I was like, oh shit. Oh, and I yeah. spit it out. Yeah. And I got a school lunch, actually. Yeah. And I like right before I was about to eat, I was like, Oh shit. Oh, no, oh, no. You know, like I was so close. Like wow. I forgot about it. Sure. I'm so glad I stick to it actually because yeah. it really did show that you could go without Food and you know like a
1: water i don't even know how to say this you know that i don't worry about you i feel like i hear normal people worrying about their kids yeah i trust who you are i really trust who you are and in this world and i trust that like because here's an example of it right here who the fuck in there when they're 13 or 14 tries something that inconveniences them so much so that they have to wake up in the middle of the night and eat some food and then challenge themselves at a situation that's already challenging. School's yeah. already challenging. I know. Yeah. And so, I, but this, on this particular day, because school can be challenging, and I know this year was for you, mm-hmm. that aspect of it, and then you marching into school armed with your own spiritual integrity. Yes. Yeah. Which is insane. Like that, I can know that about you at 14 whatever's driving you to do that is like going to take care of you. And I believe that. And, but I, 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 I say that, but on this particular day, I had that mild concern of like, is he pushing himself a little too far at the end of the day? Your mom and I just trust you. Yeah. We just know who you are.
0: I know, like I see that on a lot of kids where like their parents really do not trust them. They think that they're going to go out, you know, like and just party, drink, you know. Like. Well, and they might
1: have good reasons for not trusting them because of what's going on at home that they're not acknowledging that they may be doing to add to their kids wanting to go out and seek those altered states of consciousness, getting high. Yeah. In other words. <laughs> you know, sorry, let me bring it down to 14. You know, people getting wasted is a sign of something not going well at home. You know, or something not going well in the household. And like, how, how, how do you feel like that you have your confidence?
0: I honestly am pretty confident in myself. Well, where you does know, it
1: come from? I mean, oh, like,
0: where does it come from? Yeah. Definitely from both of my parents. You know, what? I, I def-
1: oh, yeah, totally. Wait, I de- why? I've I never heard you that. say that.
0: Oh, yeah. My confidence definitely comes from you and mom, you know, like, definitely because you have a ton of confidence, you know, first of all, just doing podcasts. You know it's just like it's insane you doing, know, doing
1: podcasts yeah
0: know. doing podcasts and sharing personal stuff about your life uh, you know is that you tell like you know like that you would think that you would only tell your close family you yeah know, like me yeah you know, like it's also just very special because anybody can have access to that you know like wow and also for my mom you know she went through a ton of shit oh in her God, life so you much you know and i just like i respect her so much and like confidence you know like it definitely she has a ton of confidence you know to go out and work every day oh you my know, god like,
1: she's been so driven since she was so young me. yes i know and you were in her vision always i know yeah i just got emotional too. oh no i'm oh, scratching okay. my
0: nose dude. well then
1: i'm okay fine <laughs> you're emotional <laughs> uh, yeah because she in in the same way your mom and i without even knowing each other mm-hmm had the same dream about you and your sister. We had the same exact dream and it was about siblings and it was about doing everything in our lives that makes sure that that happens. Yes. And so of course, we had to... There's a lot of uh, bodies buried along the way, if you know what I mean. Maybe you oh, don't. Oh, come on. Oh, I know what you mean, Dad. <laughs> so, I mean, we had to date yeah, a lot of people. babies. To, <laughs> no, we had to date a lot of people. Yeah. We had to date a lot of people to get to each other to share the vision to be able to finally bring you into the world. Mm-hmm. But for most huh. of her life, she was an only child, and she didn't like the feeling of it. And so she, she just always had this vision of, like, if I do this, and when I do this, I'm going to have... I'm not just one, but two, you know? Yeah. And that was my whole thing too. And it's crazy that it really was all leading me to meeting her and bringing you both into the world. And, and that was like our job, our whole lives w- was bleeding to that. That was our job together to do that and to be there in those early years together, you know, mm-hmm. and eventually go our separate ways. But
0: you really wanted to treat us, you know, like, well, on like your childhoods, you know, I totally understand that. And I respect that so much like that. I wish that would happen to me. You know what I mean? Like where I would have a shit childhood and I'd want to give people, you know, like, <laughs> oh you know, my like God, my tiger. kids, you know, like a better life. You know what I mean? Oh,
1: like, you you can to- improve upon all of this and you will. So you feel you get your confidence from us.
0: Yes, totally.
1: And it's because we're confident people. So we model being confident in the world. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and you saw that and you're, th- you're saying that that's what you, it was easy for you to become that because that was what you saw?
0: Oh no, not that. I just totally got it from you guys. You know what I mean? Like my
1: confidence. Well, We just both didn't have it when we were younger and we didn't even know that. I think that there was a lot of both your mom and I when, and I'll speak for myself, but I, I, my confidence has only grown in the last few years. I mean, there was years of your life early on where I'm just, um, I guess I'm confident enough to try to keep going out and trying to, to go after dreams or to, find myself or whatever, but really just what I wanted to do was just not be in your way. Like not be in the way of, of you, like me telling you who you're going to be or just be out of the way enough with my story and to not let it like spill onto you. So I remember, I remember going back to the Ramadan story. I remember Mm -hmm. the hour was approaching where you were going to be out of school. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know that your mom was picking you up, I think that day Mm -hmm. and and I remember going like, ah, I wonder if I'm going to hear from him. I wonder if he did it. And like, we, I called you, I think.
0: I think you did. Yeah. After school.
1: And you're like, first thing you said is what?
0: Like I'm still doing it. You're like, something. I made yeah, it. I, yeah, I made I, it, I, it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah.
1: And how did that feel, man?
0: Like, it felt amazing, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't struggle at all, which, you know, I got to thank, you know, obviously, just, like, people who do this, you know, like, shout out to the Muslims. Yes, (laughs) yes. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, it's amazing, you know, that month that everybody goes through, you know what I mean? Like, and it's a totally great spiritual journey, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I got even lucky just to do it one day, you know what I mean? I got to thank that to myself, you know?
1: And you wanted to do it again, and... And, and I like didn't a, want to do it again. Yeah, yeah. Like the
0: last day. And then I like, Oh, I remember actually what? like, I think that Nana was like uh, going to be taking us to uh, now. And like, and you, you were the one actually oh, persuading yeah. me. You yeah. were the one. Like, it wasn't no. me. I was like, no, I want to do this. And you're like, come on. So man. true. Yeah. I talked you out of it. And yeah. it was like,
1: okay, now the fucking, the spiritual guy is talking his kid out of doing the thing. Papa was in the hospital Yeah, and we were going to be going to visit him. And I was thinking about you being in that like in that state of like, having not eaten all day and how much harder it could be, like Definitely, in the yeah. waiting room I would and so be terrible and, and Nana wanted to. To, while i'm visiting with papa she wanted to take you out to to in and out hey i mean and we I made like, a
0: great tiktok at least you know what i
1: mean <laughs> yeah that's hey, true We
0: don't know my grandma has a tiktok shout out to my grandma's tiktok let's blow her up you have at that sassy nana that sassy t- nana on tiktok hell yeah an a n a follow
1: yeah so uh so yeah the kids have started a, a tiktok for for <laughs> their grandmother um, and, uh, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. So, so, but anyway, so I, I was thinking about like you having to sit across from your sister and Nana, even oh, you I having know. to smell in and out, you know, you can smell it from like two blocks away uh, yeah. at least. I know. And I was like, God, you know, this is a real challenge. And I kind of talked you out of it.
0: You did. Yeah. And I came to terms that it's fine if I do miss it, you know, like obviously I did have that one day and I, it still felt good, you know, to do it. And, like, talking about more about me on Ramadan or whatever. Yeah. And you know, after school, it was a really big struggle because I had to wait a long time. And I always felt like that it was coming soon. Mm-hmm. And I had to eat at 710. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when it ends. And I just, like, drank water, you know. like That's great. what you wanted
1: the most, huh, at the yeah, end really, was, like, water. really, just water,
0: water. And then after that, I, like, ran to the kitchen and, like, got a single fucking chip and just ate it. I'm, like, <laughs> ah! You know? Yeah. so good. And then my mom literally ordered, like, a uh, Mr. Beast Burger. Shout out Mr. Beast, by the way. The, oh, do, yeah. the Dollar Llama.
1: <laughs> that's right. I nicknamed him the Dollar Llama. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm
0: so glad yeah. you think that's funny. It is. I mean, yeah. I mean, it combines <laughs> your vibes with Mr. Beast's vibes. Right. You know?
1: Right. Right. What would you say your spirituality is? What's your journey been like in 14 years?
0: Wow. I mean, like, I've switched a lot of churches, you mm-hmm. know, like we went to a lot of churches growing up testing shit out, you know, like yep. and uh, I was really trying to find my spirituality because I was passionate about it. I was that one kid in like one of my churches that was so obnoxious answering all the Sunday, uh, you know, like <laughs> Sunday school <laughs> questions, you know, <laughs> like I just I, yeah. just I like I'm guessing my classmates were annoyed. Like, you know, like pastor's pet.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> pastor's pet.
0: My favorite church probably that I went to was SRF. You yeah, know? and it's funny. it was fellowship. by the hospital, you know, that we were just talking That's about and, and, and now it's like <laughs> right
1: by there. That's the thing I've found about Yogananda is that my whole life, like he's kind of around the corner. Like he's yeah. always around the corner. Mm-hmm. And I there's a very strong connection there. I'm so glad to hear that that, that was yeah. good. And we had bounced around a little bit and then we land in SRF and what is it about self realization fellowship?
0: Well, like Honestly, I loved so much about, like, I had one problem about churches, mm. was just that, like, why do you have to stick to one belief, you know? Like, why is, like why are you guys disagreeing? You know, you're all supposed to respect each other, you right. know? Like, obviously, like, with Christians, Catholics, you know, like, they have this big disagreement. They have differences in their religion, and they mock them. Yeah, You know, like, in SRF, they teach like, uh, different parts of all spirituality. It's the church you know? of
1: all religions. That's yes. literally it's that's title.
0: literally it. You know what I mean? And I respect it so much because I got to learn so much, you know, and it all just felt like what God intended, you know wow. what I mean? You know, yeah. just like for all these people, you yes. know what I mean? Just to bond over all religions, all practices, yeah. you know, like it's not uh, based on just one belief. You know? Yeah. It's b- based on all.
1: Yeah. You know? The God you talk about that. I, I, I feel like our God is probably pretty close. Yeah. If not the same. <laughs> I don't and know. I, it's probably safe to assume that you're in my God or probably yeah. similar. but sometimes a, a very beautiful thing, is put in a, in a sort of weird box for us to be able to figure out through the weird box. Like if you move toward the weird box and open it up, you're going to find something really beautiful. And in this case, SRF Paramahansa Yogananda is like, I thought he was a woman my whole life when I was a kid. <laughs> because he has long hair and he just yeah. like, he, and he kind of, he's the blending of both masculine and feminine. That's like what his name means actually is like balance between masculine and feminine. But you know, seeing the pictures of it and stuff, it's like it's like these guys in dresses, and we're all doing ohm or whatever. And do you remember your first day at SRF? Because
0: I don't think I do. Like I, I think I remember that I wasn't in the Sunday service class. I think that I was like in the church part. You okay, know? yeah,
1: that might be true. That might be true. That the first, the first time was like, hey, come with the parents, and yeah. But then the next time what I liked about it immediately. And I didn't know what to expect. And basically why I chose a tiger was because you and I and your mom and Sia had gone to the lake shrine a few times over the years. And, and, and it was the place when your mom was pregnant with you, Yeah, her and I went on like a date and we're Mm -hmm. like walking around and then, and then uh there's a windmill chapel there and you can write a prayer. Oh
0: yeah, I remember obviously that place. You know, that's a very big memory. Oh yeah, you've
1: of mine. been there plenty, yeah. Tony times. Yeah. Um, and so the windmill chapel, and then we went in there and we wrote a prayer. Mm-hmm. And the prayer was that you would be born to change the world in some way. You know, and and so years later when we're hopping when we're doing the church shopping yeah and i was like what about that place where we wrote the prayer you know and so then we went there that day to srf and in the sunday school they had turned one of their rooms into like uh a uh, an airplane like it looked like a
0: Yes. Yeah, I remember. And they were going to fly
1: to the Himalayas. It,
0: yes, I always remember that so much. You to know, go visit Baba room. G- Yeah,
1: yeah, they were going to go visit Baba G's cave. Yes, and and so you were in a flight simulation in a room that, and the pilot, you know, was the teacher of the room, and the kids all got to sit in these rows, and they made it kind of look like that. And I was like, this is amazing. And there was like like a tent or a cave or something, and mm-hmm. and you guys like went in and and learned to meditate. Do you remember early meditation?
0: I definitely remember early meditation. I just remember always, like, when I was in SRF. That's really when I did start meditating a lot, you know, because they made us do that. Yeah. You know, and I just always remember, like, um, like I always opened my eyes, and it was so stupid. But I really did try and pay attention. Yeah. You know, it was just very hard at my age. you oh, know, wow. Like, as a kid, you know, just to, like, keep your eyes sure. closed for a long time. You know, you're fidgety. You yeah. Know? And, um, you own, always yeah. learned
1: everything about whatever you're involved in too. Like you would learn about the gurus, you know, that whole lineage of gurus of yoga Nanda's and you would tell me things <laughs> about it. And yeah, there was, just, there was some beauty there. So what about your spirituality?
0: I would identify myself, honestly, probably as a Buddhist, you know, yeah. cause I believe in a lot of Buddhist practices, Yeah, uh, but
1: I would, which uh, ones stand out to you?
0: Um, honestly, just the, um, as a part of not really wanting anything, you got to make sure that you don't want anything specifically, you know, just like you got to make sure that we're obviously all equal, you know, yes. like I definitely think that so much, you know, but the thing is, unlike Buddhism, this is one thing that I honestly disagree with is Buddhism is kind of, they obviously don't really mention it that much, but it is an atheist kind yeah. of, uh, you know, practice. Yeah but i would say i definitely do believe in a higher power i definitely believe in god i yeah. do believe that there is somebody up there uh, even if it is somebody in a white robe and a beard or even if it's like a guy in fucking khakis you know <laughs> uh, whatever it is you know like yeah. i i believe in somebody up there
1: yeah and what would you say if you had to say god is for you what what is god
0: god is definitely a force mm. god is definitely something that it's a supernatural being. I would say definitely, wow. you know, that watches all over us. That's invisible to the eye and God's right here right now. Like God might be this fucking breeze, you know,
1: is it you a know? man or a woman? No, it's neither. No, no. Yeah. It's not a person, but it's a being.
0: Uh, yeah, it is a being, you know, like, sorry, or maybe if I it's said just he, being, huh? you know, yeah. 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 sorry if I said, no, he no you didn't actually, I, you were oh, careful. I didn't. Oh, oh wow. you're, you were good. Yeah. I sometimes just say that, but no, there is no gender for God. You yeah. know what I mean? Like no Ariana Grande song shit. God is a woman? <laughs> no, nope, not
1: true. I mean, Like come on. Like, They're I'm just all, trying to get. Yeah, I mean, to I'm balance all for things feminism. out.
0: Hey, I'm all for feminism, but God is not a woman. Yeah. You know? Okay. God okay. is not a man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that it's it has both qualities?
0: Probably, definitely. Like I would definitely say that God is non-binary. Mm. You know, like I wouldn't even identify God as non-binary. You know, like they don't go by labels. Mm-hmm. You know, at all. Mm-hmm. You know so i honestly i just think that god is a being up there they are always just around us and uh, you know i love god you know love buddha you know yeah
1: if you could have that god and buddhism Mm -hmm. and that was your thing would that be your thing oh definitely yeah well that's my thing
0: the thing is not everything is perfect though. You know, not every religion is perfect. So right. I probably wouldn't even identify as that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would just make up my own beliefs yeah. that would come off from different religions. Perfect. You know, like that's what I would identify as, you know,
1: you have a very unique thing of, you know, I remember when you got into sixth grade and we let you get on Instagram. Yeah. I remember you getting your first, like sort of negative comment. Oh yes. And, yeah. and your reaction to it was, I mean, of course we worry about it, initially it's like you're in this new you're in middle school now and just like what kind of feelings are coming with this and you're you're put out there more and now you're on instagram and so you know the worry is that that i wouldn't want your soul to be crushed you know going on social media um and your attitude about it has always been the same thing what is that
0: when you first start out Instagram, like when you're a kid, you obviously like you post pictures of your dog, or just like sure. you see something that's cool and you post it. You know, like it's not even a fucking caption. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's stupid. And like, um, like there were some kids that didn't think that I could skate. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Even though I did skate, and obviously I wasn't the best at it. Yeah, and so. A person commented obviously, and yeah. I got pissed off at that. And like, me and this person kind of like started a whole like war thing. Like yeah, I, especially on, it was yeah. me. It was a one sided thing, right. but Obviously, they saw it. They commented, you know? right? And you know, I, I was like, "How are you
1: not getting your feelings hurt?" And what did you oh, answer? And what's your whole philosophy there?
0: My whole philosophy is that really, if you are not close to me. Or if you are not really my friend, I do not give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Just like, I don't care about your opinion. If you like spread it to other people, that's like another thing. You know what I mean? Cause that's just being a dick Mm -hmm. and like not being a good person whatsoever. So I take that personally, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I really don't care that much. You know, if it's a random stranger, I could literally just like shout out in the fucking street. I am a 14 year old boy who has herpes. (laughs) You know, I don't care.
1: You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. But and it's it's just you've seemed to be that way all throughout your years in middle school. You've mm-hmm. maintained that somehow. I've like,
0: really tried, yes, I've tried to state that uh philosophy.
1: Like it's just, you know, hey, that's that their opinion doesn't matter, it's all about how I feel about myself. Mm-hmm. You've been somebody who when you made mistakes, you've like taken accountability for it, you haven't hidden your mistakes. Yeah, you know everybody makes mistakes in middle school and you've made some, and then you just haven't hidden it. And people yeah. have brought things up to you and, you know, over and over again, like of, of and I'm referencing it, referencing your, the, your mistakes. And, and then you, and you just like have bared it all. And yeah. it's unbelievable, dude. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. I'm like, honest,
0: you know, especially around those things. You know, I don't want to lie about something because that just makes it hundred percent worse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause then it will come out eventually that whatever you said was not true. Right. And they'll just think that you're adding on to it. You're a fucking liar. Right. You know, that's another terrible.
1: That's really where most people get into trouble is when they try and hide things. Yes. That's the big trouble.
0: Yeah. I'm not hiding. Yeah, exactly. I can own up to my mistakes. Yeah. And like, um,
1: it's amazing. You know, your teachers have all said, they said that this year, just like one of your teachers said to me, tiger's a good human being (laughs) like how you mentioned your grades earlier and they're not like the greatest or whatever. Your teachers see what we know. Your mom and I know about you. Yes, like that. That the world is going. Like, hey, Tiger's a good person. He's not going to need to worry because he's a good person. They bring up like your ability to focus, and I'm like, yeah, how does a kid focus right now? I know, looking at the news. Yeah, what's? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like your reaction this last time of the school shooting in Uvalde. One really hit you, oh and that we had a deep terrible. conversation yeah. Yeah. that night, and you were concerned and they 're talking about kids being able to pay attention in school right now
2: mm-hmm.
1: like i don 't know how that 's happening i don 't know how people are doing that, and if they are, like what kind of life do they have that allows them to to not be so affected by this
0: I know like The thing is about that is just that no kid is going to be perfect in school. Like, if they are perfect in school, something is actually wrong with them. You know what I mean? Right. They are on some type of medication. They are, like, definitely... Doing something that not everybody is doing, you know, that is not healthy. Oh, so like,
1: all. right. Or like other areas of your life suffer. If you're just doing super good in school, yes. then maybe you're suffering socially. You're not getting to hang not out Not even much, socially, or... but
0: just like even at home. You know what I mean? Like your parents might be so forcing, you know? Oh, like, right. Like, hey, you're playing ukulele now. Like,
1: huh, right. why
0: the fuck am I playing ukulele now? Yeah. You're getting a scholarship for it. You yeah. know, like it's all this stuff that makes me i bit upset, you know, because like, yeah, you should be able to talk in school. You should, if that is the reason why you get bad grades, they should change the grade system then. Yeah. You know what I mean? If that is the reason, yeah. then totally change the grade system. Yeah. You know, socializing is a t- totally great thing that you need to have in life. Yes. You know, it is so important yeah. that you have that. Yeah. You know, and I just think that. Maybe they should even have a fucking class for socializing. You know what I mean? Where wow. you just talk. You know what I mean? Yes. And guess what? Your buddy that you're talking with gets it gives in a report on how you did. You yeah. know what I mean? To the teacher, socially talking to the teacher. Dude, you know,
1: that's so great. Like,
0: they should have a class on that, and yeah. that should count for about like half of your school. Yeah.
1: Grade, you know what I mean? All yeah. the teachers that you had. What is it about the the teachers that you remember that where they motivated you to learn?
0: Definitely my first grade teacher. Uh-huh. They were very kind and showed me, like, based on their struggles going on in life, which I heard about, that you can power through anything and do something that makes you proud about yourself and makes people affected by great measures, you know, like, uh-huh. by something that's good. Yes. So I respect definitely uh, them. Uh-huh. And um, overall, like, you know, kindergarten through uh, third grade, you know, all great teachers. And same with, like...
1: Yeah, it was a great school. Yeah, I know. That's a great school.
0: That's a great school. And like um
1: So there's people do you feel like you're motivated to engage and study more or even learn lessons when the the information is delivered kindly, or do you do better when somebody's like, Hey, you gotta do this?
0: I do not feel like the least bit from that. Like the only impact that I do get sometimes is that's not going to help. You yeah. Know? That's not going to help at all. You know, you can't just tell you got it. Not even reverse psychology can help because everybody knows about that shit. Right. Now, you know? Right. Like, it's no, like, I'm Everybody sorry.
1: knows about reverse
0: psychology yeah, now. Yeah, like, they're going to know, you know, like, what teacher just goes up and is like, hey, don't do your work, you know? Like, no, <laughs> nobody yeah. does that.
1: And even just like the, you know, I I also, I've just never learned and felt good about the learning when it's come through somebody snapping at me. Yeah. It never. just doesn't seem to absorb, but somebody like going out of their way to deliver it with kindness makes all the difference. Now I'm not suggesting every teacher just embody that because most of them would be faking. If they, if they just heard this advice and they would be faking at this point, you got to find a way to be joyous and to be uh, gracious to people. You have to find motivations on your own outside of the school, outside of school, teaching, you know, to to bring that to the class. So I don't know how we get there. It's good to know that the same thing has been for you, yeah. th- for me, with learning lessons.
0: Thank you, yeah. Uh, before this podcast, I wrote a ton of questions, okay. you know, to ask you. First of all, weirdest thing to happen to you in Ohio.
1: Weirdest thing to happen to me? Yes. I was walking down the street at yeah. night uh-huh. with Lacey. Mm-hmm. We were coming back from a restaurant, and we're in kind of, we're just leaving downtown and we're the only ones on the street and this guy goes, hey! We're across the street from him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And I turn around and it's a guy just standing there with his arms open. He's about mid-50s mm-hmm. and he looks brokenhearted. His arms are open like like, I'm destroyed. And he goes, can I have a hug? Oh. And I was like, yes, man.
0: Totally, yes, of yeah. course
1: you can have a hug. I mean, he called out to me after I had like, left, and I was a block away. And this is when we first moved here. Yeah. Well, really? It was like in the first six months of living Jesus. here. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. He, he, I give him this big hug, and he cries. And and then he looks over at Lacey, mm-hmm. and, he, and he goes, he's like, this man. He's like, it's in in his eyes or something, you know. Mm -hmm. And she goes, "I know, I know." She was just being sweet. Uh Yeah. And he goes, "I want to give you this." He's like, "This is my father's," and it was it was a dog tag. You know what that is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, From Uh the army. Yeah. It was his father's dog tag. And he said, "This person, he's hurt me so much. I don't need this anymore." I'm giving it to you. And he, he gave me the dog tag. And I've really learned totally. to, to just allow people to do things. You know, there's this whole, oh, no, no, I couldn't. Oh, no, no. Are you sure? You know, all that. I trust people doing things now. I just go, sure, man. You're, you're sure about that? Mm-hmm. Like, and he goes, yeah, yeah. And he gives me this thing and he's just crying. And this is like... No one out on the street, totally dark.
0: Yeah. That's insane.
1: And, and we kept the dog tag and I put it on our altar. It's still there. It it was, it's, it was there for a year Mm -hmm. and you got to move things around. You know, you got to move things around. Like nothing should stay because nothing does stay. I know. You know, everything's changing. So that was, I think the weirdest. Yeah. Because it was so unprovoked. And even though that kind of stuff happens to me all the time, in this particular thing it was the strangest because there's no explanation and i don't know where it it goes from here
0: what was the weirdest celebrity interaction you've ever had because i know you've met a ton of them
1: you know we were at the tibetan freedom concert in new york and yes. we we're at the after party mm-hmm. and i had heard that michael stipe from the band rem mm-hmm. had been rude yes. to my mother my mother was there too Amma oh was there. really yeah. yeah she was there with me and, she, and i'd gotten her job at the Tibetan freedom concert. And she was like in the VIP room. She got the fucking job, man. Yeah. She like, I was in some other place doing some more grunt type stuff, but Emma got the, sh- the amazing job. Sean Lennon's in there. Oh, All wow. the tribe called Quest. Uh, Chuck D from public enemy dude. They're all in there and REM and, and and Michael Seid was there. And so she goes up to him and she's a huge REM fan. I mean, she got me into them since very young. It was like mom's music. Like I'm sure Mm -hmm. you've had with me um, at times. And, and uh, he, she couldn't wait to talk to him, but she also like, she was like, I'm not going to be a fan. So she went up to him and, and didn't say, hi, Michael, I'm a big fan. She just said, hey, Michael, this is a petition to free Tibet and to bring uh, awareness to uh, the American government. Where you Would there? you sign this? Because that's what she was in the VIP room to do. Yeah, yeah. It was her job. Wow. And he goes, listen, I'm just trying to have some coffee with my friends. Is that okay? Like, he was rude to her. Wow, yeah. And so she told me that. And, uh, and this is just after she had her other job was like escorting Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam, like across uh, the crowd. She had to transfer him from one place to another, (laughs) you know? So she'd gotten all these lists. It's like, if you look on the thing, it's like Sean Lennon signed the thing. And then he was rude to her. And so later on that night at the after party, he was there and he's talking to Bono from U two, Yeah. And I went up and I, and I, I confronted him about it. (laughs) And somebody, my friend was there taking pictures from spin magazine and he took a picture of me confronting michael stipe with bono in the middle of us yeah and it's just that's a weird that that is a a really
0: weird thing yeah just (laughs) like bono and (laughs) are you yeah
1: yeah just these people these giants that you grew up watching and now all of a sudden i'm i'm in this photo yeah whatever that's funny yeah yeah all right next question
0: what is the most awkward part of your childhood (laughs) (laughs) you want to redo that do you want to
1: redo that (laughs) no All right. Most awkward period of my childhood. Yeah. Awkward. Um, I really feel like all of my childhood was awkward. Seriously. Yeah, I do. I feel that if I look back on it now, um, I was either the loudest person in the room or I was really sad and withdrawn Mm. and I don't think there was much middle.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. And so
1: the whole thing was pretty awkward. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? yeah what? we're still yeah there. we're right. still on yeah ladies and gentlemen see darling carpenter has come in for an interlude hi Sia, how old are you 12 what are your interests no fuck that don't answer that <laughs> what oh, what what's your who do you like in music right now who are your favorites mitski mitski and
0: steve lacy
1: steve lacy's dope i love you thanks for saying hi
0: okay dad next question what were other choices for baby names for me
1: you were gonna be you were almost so was tiger lennon is what won yeah but tiger costello
0: oh okay that's a badass middle name actually yeah
1: it was i I thought so too and um is that
0: like elvis costello yeah Yeah. it
1: was a nod that's cool tiger costello carpenter and arrow
0: Arrow, yeah. Well, well didn't, I thought you always told me that Tiger was Latin for arrow,
1: right? It is. Well, and yeah. that was the trip, was that we, we liked the name Arrow, and it was from this Harry Nielsen song called Me and My Arrow. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, wow, what a great name. you know. And then we were watching this 60-minute special on tigers being endangered, and, and they said the name Tiger comes from a Latin word that means arrow which makes a lot that's of perfect. sense, yeah. you know, because of the shot, like when they're hunting, it's yeah. just like, you know, um, just laser focus. And so when I heard that, I was like, Oh, tiger, that's mm-hmm. dope. And this is like, then a year after you were born, like tiger woods gotten all this controversy and all of a sudden oh. tiger, <laughs> he soiled the tiger name. Yeah. People loved it before that. The old men were like, Oh, I love that name. Yeah. You know, <laughs>
0: I know. Yeah. What is your favorite restaurant in Ojai and why do you love it so much? Uh,
1: my favorite restaurant in Ohio is The Nest. And I just say that as far as consistency goes. Totally. Yes. It has been consistently good. Everybody can get something. And I really love the owner and everybody that works there. It's just a great spot.
0: This is another question. This is a bigger, weirder question. Yeah. And I spelled it just like this. When did you ever feel like a piece of shit in your life?
1: <laughs> <laughs> all of my life. All of my... It's, it's just, so sad, dude, but it's so true. Yeah. I felt like a piece of shit all of my life, but I mean... I did, but I was also like... I Like you say, how I was confident. Yeah. Like, I had something of like a drive to... To try still, even though I felt like a piece of shit, Mm -hmm. like I, I was going to try and I was going to get attention and like a lot of people when they feel like shit, they want to just hide and they, they feel like, right. They wanted like, they don't feel like anybody cares about them, but instead I was just like, I'm going to get, I don't know, maybe I'm going to get out of this by, by being this person like, there is one point where I felt so low about myself that I thought that the world would be better without me.
0: Wow. You had suicidal tendencies before?
1: I had never had suicide. I've never questioned ending yeah. my life. I never wanted to have a drug or overdose. Yeah. I just, I, I never wanted to die. Um, but at one point, I was really sad. And for a day, like, I... I was like, the world would be better without me. Yeah, it was very lonely and isolating. It's a terrible feeling, and I don't wish it upon anybody. And many people feel that way, and I feel happy to be a part of the solution now for them.
0: Moving on to a more wider and embarrassing question, <laughs> and I've been waiting for this one for a while. Okay. Who was your celebrity crush as a kid?
1: I had weird ones. They were always women. I mean, when I was a kid, you know, no, I mean they were always like yeah. out of my, like they were just out of my age group. Oh yeah, uh-huh. like, um, I mean, I remember being your age, a little younger than you, and I had a crush on this girl in this band, Bananarama, eighties <laughs> band. I also had a crush on my mom's friends, like a you couple did? of my mom's friends. Yeah. yeah, it was just like, and I think it probably, it's it probably set the tone for. Like my preferences of beauty. Oh,
0: yeah. At a young age, like that. I mean, if you want me to, I could reveal like my first big. Celebrity I would
1: love crush. that. All
0: right. On air. All right. <laughs> yes. On the podcast. My first like big celebrity crush was like when I was like 11, yeah. I think. It was uh, Dua Lipa.
1: She's amazing. Yeah. And she's very beautiful.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. That was my first like celebrity crush.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. All right.
0: As you know, uh-huh. I love Kanye West and Mac Miller. Yeah. Same with you. was your favorite song from these two? Fair Kanye song, favorite Mac Miller song.
1: Wow, I almost have to say for Kanye. Yeah, I might have to say Ultralight Beam.
0: Yeah, that's a respectful choice. I can respect that.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, because I think that I'd want to hear that song the rest of my life.
0: Yeah, it's like my thirtieth Kanye song. I think you know it's in my top yeah. fifty.
1: It feels like emotional consciousness, that song. Totally. Amazing.
0: Like That's the only Kanye song I cry to. What literally. a that's fucking it. That's premise, it. That's it. That's it. right? Yeah, that's it. That's the only one.
1: And is it, do you, have you started crying earlier than, you, I remember the first time I played it for you, and I wanted to have this bond with you, and it was so amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the thing it was is, like after school, I picked you up, and it was like, you have to hear this song. Mm-hmm. It's Kanye's song that he added to Donda. And he added it late and it's blah, 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 and it's with Andre Benjamin from OutKast and he's been away from music and he's writing about this and you have to hear it. And, and then the, the we, we listened to it and we didn't speak. Mm-hmm. And then it got to the end when DMX the oh, sample, dude, That's the,
0: that's, again, that's the only that's part. That's the spot. Yeah, that's the spot. That's the only spot. That it's a sample of DMX Like with his In- daughter with on a his da- coaster, right? right. Yeah. And they just finished it. Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah.
1: Yes. and there, And he's like
0: no, you got it, baby. You got it. I'm so daddy's proud of Daddy's here for you. Yeah, daddy's you, here. Yeah, you daddy's got here. it. You, you got did it. it.
1: And then they Good get job. done with the roller coaster, and 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 that's basically how the song ends is that sample, and it got you.
0: Honestly, the whole entire purpose of why is because, you know, obviously it does get me sad when I hear Andre Benjamin's vocals on that song, you know, like his beat, uh, you know, the, the beat to that song also.
1: It's incredible. It's
0: incredible. Hypnotic. You know I mean? Yeah, it's very hypnotic. And, you know, his bars on that is, yeah. is insane. Yeah, it's you know, poetry. Like, it's poetry. It is poetry. And, like, I, what I also just, like, love so much about that DMX part, like, not actually love, you know, just, like, what I cry to so much is just that, like, all the stuff that he sang, Daddy's here for you. Yeah. You know? Like, oh. you did it. I'm so proud. You know? Like, yes. just those are memories that are going to be in his daughter's lifetime for forever. Yes. You know? Like, her dad... Taking her on a roller coaster, you know, like, those encouraging words, you know, it's just so, such a sweet moment, you know.
1: How do you feel having a dad that's so, like, comfortable around death and talking about death?
0: Honestly, it does weird me out sometimes, like, and I'm not going to lie about that, but... Like, I totally see it, and it is something that everybody should be comfortable talking about, you know, because it just happens in life. You know, we got to face it at least one point, you know, in our life, you know, if it comes from a relative or even yourself. Yeah. You know, you you got to think about it. It's just one of the best things in life. Because it's going to happen. It's going to happen, and not only that, but if you live forever, that is honestly, that's my own personal hell. Being immortal is terrible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you got to see all your loved ones die. Then after that, you're going to see the entire planet be destroyed right. and everything that you have loved, that's going to be destroyed too. And you're just going to spend the, or not even the rest of your life, the entire like rest of the universe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, or not even the universe, like the multiverse yeah. just flying through space tormented right. just with nothing at all. It's the worst. it probably gets sucked into a black hole Sorry, if I'm going on for too long. No, I'm you're not. Fuck.
1: I'm <laughs> it's perfect, this. man. It's you perfect.
0: Know? Like that is my own personal hell. Yeah, like totally. that is so terrible. Totally, I mean, man. Doing nothing for the rest of eternity. Yeah, not even for the rest of eternity. You would surpass eternity for right. God's sake. You know, you're immortal. You can't.
1: Right. Do you think about me dying? Yes, an average amount, or an under average amount, or an over average amount.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I actually do think of it an over average amount. Really? I do. You know, like it actually does scare me a lot because, you know, and I like have had nightmares in the past, you know, where that happens, you know, but yeah,
1: I love proving you wrong. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, so far. Yeah. I mean, so far, <laughs> you know,
1: I mean, just all those things. And
0: it's honestly just general anxiety. You know, as a kid, you do fear. Sometimes you're know, like, yeah, the, your loved one's dying, especially just because you see it all the time. You think about it all the time. You know, you get into a chapter of your life where you're a teenager anything about death and all yeah. this edgy shit you know and uh, you know that's probably not for uh, some but it's for most i edges. told
1: and i told you that when i was exactly your age and my mom lived away and i would see her on the weekends that that uh, i used to worry about her drives home and all that yes, i would, worry. I would exactly. have like nightmares yes, exactly or, that's yeah. what i
0: think too you know like what if
1: honestly does it help to be proved wrong so much it I mean,
0: really does. You know what I mean? I usually and don't how I always be lent- proved wrong, but you know like that's the best part about it. You know what I mean? Like hey, I do think that you are held by the universe. You are definitely a person who silently changes the world. You know what I mean? Mm. Like definitely your spirituality and your good spirit shows definitely God and uh
1: you know there is good in the world. Tiger yeah. thanks a lot for that. Oh, yeah, of course. Thanks for saying that.
0: Yeah, I mean totally.
1: Yeah. Well, hey, hey, would you do uh would you do some celebrity impressions?
0: I mean, I can try. I'm good at some, you know, but.
1: All right, well, let's obviously. do, how about Stevo?
0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Stevo's Wild Ride. Thank you, <laughs> Wonderspoon, for sponsoring today's podcast. <laughs> so good, dude. Thank you. So good. Dad, I have another question for you. All right. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite late night talk show host? Because you watch it so damn much, you know?
1: You know, I just stopped watching late night talk show. Hosts. Seriously. That was the only place I was getting my news. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got really busy with doing both podcasts, which have now, now been reduced to one. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time I was doing both and I was just not having time to watch those little YouTube clips of the late night talk show. I yeah. telling the news. And I found that in that time that I wasn't doing that, I felt more peaceful. Why did
0: why did you end Mystical Cynical? Um,
1: it's funny, you know, in the last episode, as, as it was happening, mm-hmm. I was looking at what was happening, and I was listening to us from sort of an observer place, and I was going, I think this is where it ends. How does it get any better than this? Yeah. This is where it
0: ends. And like I heard and, part of the episode, you know what I mean? Like... It really, and you described it to me, is just like, it really does bring out like raw emotions. You know what I mean? It just like shows, you know, you guys are also just talking about the future, you know, like it's a good way to send it off really subtly. I'm impressed by what you guys did. Thanks,
1: man. Thanks. And it is really like both of our live story in like a library that's public that people can go borrow from anytime. And I'm really proud to have that in the universe.
0: Dad, I know you love music also. Yeah. What is your favorite musician that has came out in the last, like, 10 years?
1: Mac Miller and hip-hop.
0: Definitely, yes.
1: Um, And I would say Nathaniel Ratliff.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I've heard his shit, yeah.
1: And I would also say um, Michael Kiwanuka. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah, he's really good. Yeah. yeah, he's a really deep artist.
0: Yeah, the only song I know of is the song where it's, like, for five minutes.
2: Oh!
1: That's it, you know? yeah yeah That's totally. it. yeah yeah.
0: what is your opinion on me in a few months at 15 and a half years old being able to drive with a fucking adult
1: well let me ask you this yes do you want to drive
0: i do get a bit scared sometimes thinking about it you know because i do see cars but i mean who wasn't afraid before they drove you know but but really yeah. the fact that gets me scared a bit is just seeing car accidents and just realizing that one swerve of a hand could cause a thousands of dollars in damage.
1: You know, you got to be so precise. You got to be so good at it. Do you feel pressure to be ready by 15 no. and a
0: half? Okay. I, I just bring that up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's true. Yeah. Just think about it. And like shit, you know, like in 11 months, think yeah. about it. That's a, that's a less than a year. Yeah. You know, it's insane for me to think about.
1: Yeah. You know, you know, this is the time where it seems like there's a lot of pressures historically for people your age. Um, pressures like, you know, this is where sex comes in, romantic relationships and partnership yeah. things, you know, mm-hmm. enter in. There's there's also drugs, of course, like historically around now, yeah. drugs, alcohol. How are you with all of those existing in the world? Do you feel particular pressure around any of that?
0: Definitely not. Honestly, like I try to be smart, you know, like even if that is a possible chance, you know, mm-hmm. like I will try to be smart. You know, in those situations and just like, like with the constant pressure and stuff like that, I honestly have a philosophy that if peer pressure doesn't have anything to do with ruining somebody's life, ruining your own life or drugs or alcohol. Yeah, I think that peer pressure is like in that sense okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a, what if it was like to going on a roller coaster? You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's something that you could do with your friends. You know, that's like a memory. Right. Have forever, nobody gets hurt. You know what I mean, nobody would get hurt. You and know, as long as they fucking died. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, come right. On, yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: Well, that's rare. I want to thank you for this father's day gift. Thank you. I have to say getting to do this with you. Um, when we were setting up earlier, mm-hmm. why I was so quiet is because I was going like, this is like so unbelievable. Oh, You know, we were in the same room, you're getting excited, you're kind of like nervous with your list and like, Mm -hmm. you know, feeling the jitters of, you know, about to have a mic in front of you and everything. And I'm like setting the whole scene up in the same way that I've set all these up doing this season. And, and, but I was quiet because I was just like, this is unbelievable that I get to do this. It you know, is. that I have, a, I have a son and a daughter who both are people who would do this, you know? Yeah. And, and I really genuinely wanted to hear what would come out of you, as I always feel. I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on the world and so far your thoughts on music, your thoughts on spirituality and religion, your thoughts on youth are all incredibly valuable and and um you know really proud of you thank you dad but you don't need that
0: i know i, I really don't every time i tell you <laughs> <laughs>
1: every time i tell you you're like i know i know but you're a really special person and i want to say that who i'm watching you become You're a really good friend. You've always been a very loyal friend to your friends. Oh, thank you. You've always made sure in middle school you got exposed to people changing their names, changing their ideas about genders at school. You've been such a good friend to so many people who are different and who are looking to be seen. You saw, you've seen your friends in that way. You've been such a loyal person since you were very young and And the only place I can even begin to think of where that comes from is the place that you call God. Yeah. Yep. So way to go, man. And I'm so glad that we met. I'm so glad. (laughs) (laughs) I was so glad that the idea that your mom and I shared about you got made into a reality. And thank thank you you for making this a reality for me today.
0: Hey, where's my fucking applause? Come on. (laughs) Wait, let's see. Hey, that me up, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Hey,
1: man, thanks a lot for this Father's Day.
0: Of course. Happy Father's Day, old man. I love you. Love you too. This has been the WEEDA Podcast, signing off. I don't
2: know what the fuck you do. Bye. I may not always love you, but long as there are stars above you. You never need to doubt it I'll make you so sure about it God only knows what I'd be without you If you should ever leave me well, life will life would still go on, believe me the world